I'm Hugh. I'm Linda. Together we're Hinda. And this is Hindacast. Our 18th episode. What a week. Oh my God. What a week. You think, you know, not much more can happen and then it does. They were saving the best to last. I just, I really enjoyed the last week, Hugh. Yeah. There was so much going on. I mean, where do we even begin to unpack this? Well, I think the best way we can do it is just couple by couple. Start with Lyndall and Cameron because really and truly, when we thought of homestays, they were first and foremost on our list. No cams, ma'am. No, but we not didn't, even a mention. We of didn't her. actually miss her though in the end, really, because yeah, so, there was much, so was much was going, going on. on. Absolutely, yeah. Darwin looked gorgeous, didn't it? I have to say, I really thought it looked lovely. I loved the lifestyle and yeah, you know, the outdoor lifestyle, and, and I, I can understand why Cam liked it so much. Um, and I think Lyndall made a supreme effort to fit in. She did. It, it's not kind of her cup of tea, but she really threw herself into it. She threw her arms around the flatmate so they seemed like a nice enough couple and uh, very very down to earth the whole lifestyle as you say the outdoor life and do you know what else she really seemed to like Cam in his element like she was excited about Cam being excited she had was... high hopes for Cam because his great promise was that if they were in his home environment then he'd be nice and relaxed and he'd be much more affectionate and happy well that didn't happen yeah unfortunately unfortunately no. for Linda no. I, and it was it was it, I, I just think he just strung her along he just strung her along the whole way he just he didn't even meet her halfway you like he didn't you have to make compromises and you have to make sacrifices in a relationship and I don't believe that he made any I think he's at fault in two different ways he's at fault as you rightly say because he just wasn't willing to make compromises he wasn't willing to try and you know give the tactile thing a real go but also he's at fault because he just couldn't bring himself to say that he's just not that attracted to her and he couldn't just step up and have a bit of guts and finish it. He should have done that yeah. When in, when it comes to the tactile thing I don't think he gave it any go at all. Like never mind a real go. He didn't give it any mm. go. He didn't make any okay. effort at all. He might you know? have at the honeymoon though. Yes but he even said he felt pressured to do it at the honeymoon. So no there was no effort there as far as I'm concerned and he knew exactly what Lyndon, Lyndall want. You know I'm really going to miss Lyndall's insights into this you know in the whole series. Like I just thought she had very good insights and I think you know every Everything that she said was considered and it was thought provoking and like it was honest and came from the heart. Cameron, on the other hand, yeah, I just think he strung her along. I just it's really glaringly obvious now that he, he just didn't feel anything for her. Back to those two faults, the stringing her along and the lack of affection. And, and they just really due to the fact that he just has never been in a proper relationship. Well, he said he didn't have any affection growing up, so he mm. wasn't used to that. So it's completely alien to him. Um, but even if it is alien to him, he just still just wasn't interested in leaning in. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just his natural personality is very much, I'll do my own thing. Yeah, take yeah. me as I am or don't have me at all. Mm-hmm. It didn't get much better when we got to the dinner party. No, it didn't. Um, and then he told the lads then, no, after the homestay, she definitely isn't the girl for me. And like, what does he want? Like, I really thought she made a huge effort. I, I thought she fit in. Apart from the fact, remember the time when she was, they were having that discussion and his friend was sitting in between them like an adjudicator. Yeah, I, if ever I felt that sorry for a guy. Oh hilarious. my God, he was so uncomfortable and he tried to make a getaway and he was getting nowhere. Cam said, no, 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 you can stay. You can be the middleman. Well, I don't <laughs> want to be the middleman. I don't want to be here at all. Thanks very much. He was 
was so uncomfortable, wasn't he? He should have been making his way to a washing machine, though. The state of that T-shirt. Oh, my God. I know, but look, that's part of the outdoor life. Is it like the kiss fish, outdoor, for God's sake. Outdoor life? I thought it was going to get up and start walking around. They feed fish from their mouth, you. Oh. What, what, are you what are you expecting here? I'm sure the people of the Northern Territory, though, are mortified at the way they're being portrayed by fellas like Cam. Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's... Uh, maybe a lot of them have that mindset in the Northern Territories so like this is the way we are and we're ourselves and you can either like it or lump it okay maybe like certain parts of Ireland have kind of a bit like <laughs> yeah, that are they it's very true it's <laughs> Kerry we're looking at you I suppose anyway. we, get it <laughs> we get it everywhere we don't have any listeners in Kerry well we don't now anyway <laughs> yeah no but it was it was interesting to see it was interesting to see his lifestyle the dog oh the dog He's, he showed lots of affection to the dog that was one ugly dog it was like an angel thing wasn't is it is that the blue healer that must be the blue healer is it I don't know but it was like it was mangy oh god you'd scrape it off your healer <laughs> Well, it looked like the colour of it. Oh, it wasn't blue. So it wasn't blue. It was that colour. It was like a brindle colour, wasn't oh, it? Oh, God, I don't know what it was. It was but there was, no, there was no lack of affection for the dog. No, I, yeah, I was actually thinking that as well. Yeah, he does. He genuinely seemed to love the dog. And even in the in the shots, like, you know, when they were kind of doing promo shots, he was cuddling the dog and hugging the dog. And I just think if he was into her and she was what he wanted, I think he would have found the affection. That's exactly, that's my point. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think no man is an island no and he does have affection in him Mm. just not for her chances of them saying yes at final vows minus five yeah it's just not a hope in hell it's zero it's It's zero 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 it's a waste of time torn it up it's a waste of I was going to say camera film yeah well they're just going to see it to the end now and and just look at it it's ridiculous it'd be interesting to see what they do say to each other I wonder will he actually be honest with her because she did fall for him (laughs) I don't care what anybody says she did she's going to be honest with him him. And she was genuinely upset. I, I have a feeling she she's going to be very honest well, I hope with him. So. Yeah. No, I hope so. What about the next two, Alyssa and Duncan? Alyssa and Duncan. Well, uh, Alyssa is a handy woman if you're on Titanic because she'd definitely get off quickly because she'd be there going, I have a child, I have a child. Oh my God. What about the two friends, Hugh? Mother's group or something, weren't oh, they? Oh, they were awful. And they gave, I thought that they'd see Duncan and they'd go, oh my God, he's so good looking and they'd be all over him and they'd be nudging her going, are you mad he's lovely he's great he's gorgeous whatever he says do it no they wouldn't give him a minute they were harassing him yeah I agree they were definitely primed by her well they were primed by somebody oh, and yeah. there wasn't a smile between either of them like oh, everyone God, was just miserable. Like, the way they were, are you I mean you know you're always going to be second place you know you're mm. never going to be a priority and it was so pessimistic like you know like I know she has a child look at so do a lot of women obviously yeah, a lot but, of single women have kids and Hold on on one second. This always comes up. But look, the reality is, you know, even in a quote unquote normal household, there's a mother and a father. And yes, they are both parents of the child. But the thing about it is they have to, to some extent, prioritise their own relationship. Yeah. And it seemed when she was when she dropped that bombshell about seeing him some Wednesdays and every other weekend, like it it seemed to me as if she had no intention of ever involving him in her life. It was a roadblock and it was a roadblock that the little coward 
launched on him with the two friends there. And I think that was a setup. I think that was a setup to have him feel really uncomfortable, make some arguments, and the two friends would be there to back her up. And in fairness to him, he didn't fall for it. He just said, okay, I'll consider that and left it at that well, on that's, the day. that's Duncan. Everything he says is just right. It's measured. It's right. Oh you my know. God, the guy is so diplomatic in his language. He really should be employed by the Diplomatic Corps or Foreign Affairs or something UN. like that. <laughs> the UN, uh, Australia's new ambassador to the UN. He's, he's brilliant. He is, he's very good. I mean, yeah. But like we always said that he's very emotionally intelligent from, from day one we said it. You said a bit more than that. Now you weren't so much commenting on his intelligence from what I remember. Well, I'm, I stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's getting better looking as the series uh, is going on, in fairness. Mm. Um, no, but I, I, I just, there's no pleasing her. There's no pleasing Alyssa. There's nothing Duncan can do that will make her happy. Oh, well, they were out in the boat. Will we even get into the boat? It was well, more look, of the same. I, mean, I will say when, when they were on the boat and Duncan said what he said and, and he yeah. was, again, he wasn't been in any way, you know, outrageous or in any way derogatory or anything like that. He said, it scares me. He said, the seeing you only that period of time during the week, it scares me. Now, what is threatening about that? Nothing. Yeah. But because he was on his mind, uh, he was like basically saying what was on his mind. When they got off the boat, did it, she did a piece of camera said, oh, just when I was about to tell him that I was falling for him. And, oh, my you know, God. Oh, yeah, right. Seriously. Yeah, Spin right. me another line. That's, Not at all. That was never going to happen. She was and never going to say that. the same pattern came out at the dinner party. Uh, threw him under the bus so, right there at the cocktail party. Yeah, it was like, and he was, his face, he was like going, I don't believe this is happening. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know what the future holds for those two. I just don't know. I just, I, maybe she realises now that it's too late and she's trying to backtrack. But it, I, do you think it is too late for them? Yeah, of course it is. It'd be too late for them weeks ago. Absolutely. Not a hope. It's just, she just has this complex and I don't know whether it's just she doesn't want the relationship full stop and she's just trying to make him lose his cool and dump her, basically. I think in fairness that whole calmness is a family trait because his sister was the same. Yeah. His, his sister was stunning as well. I thought she was beautiful. Mm. She really was a gorgeous yeah. girl. Um, she was very calm, very measured in her tone. You know, she was very diplomatic again. Yeah. Um, and I, I I, think like they were like twins really, weren't they? They were just so similar. So it has to be a family trait. It has to be the way they were brought up. Now, what on earth chance do we give for them of saying yes at Final Vows? I think Alyssa probably realises too late that she's gone too far. Um, And I think she's going to try and backtrack. And I think I would give her a six out of ten chance of saying yes. Okay. We're probably changing the rules now because we probably need to get into who says yes and who says no. Well, that's what I'm saying. I give her a six out of ten chance of saying yes. And I'd probably give him a five out of ten chance. I go either way with Duncan. I think he's going to say no. Do you? Yeah. I've been saying for a good while that, you know, he has to be near the end of his tether. I think there is an end point to this. I think the end point for him is he'll take it all the way just to feel that he's been, you know, he's seen the process out. I don't think he's doing it for attention because I don't think the guy has, I don't, I just don't think, and I'm sorry to disappoint you, I don't think he'll have an OnlyFans page. Oh, come on, don't dash my hopes like that. <laughs> this series isn't even over. <laughs> Jesus, stop with dropping a bombshell on me. Oh. So anyway, I think he's going to say no. But hang on, like, do you know that for a fact? Like, <laughs> uh, are you just throwing that out there just to try and upset my child altogether? I live in hope. Anyway. You live in hope? That's even, even more. <laughs> that he won't. Silly. <laughs> oh, I live in hope that he does. Where do I sign up? <laughs> I'll be checking your credit card statements from now on. 
Anyway, go on. Move on from the OnlyFans. But OnlyFans. Move on to the next couple, you mean? Okay, so who are the next couple up? Melinda and Leighton. Melinda and Leighton, as ever, they are fascinating. Uh, They are frustrating. They're turbulent. Yeah. They're they're, confusing. Yeah. They're honest. They're a bit like us. They're raw. But we're not that turbulent, in fairness. I just, you know, if they could get it right, they would just be such a power couple. Yeah. They would just be magical together. Yeah. I really think they would be. Um, but It's late. He, I, yeah. I admit, I saw it there tonight. He just couldn't let himself go with the flow. He really couldn't. Sure, he couldn't. No, he really no. couldn't. But look at, and I know I said at the last episode, like, why should he have to change himself? They need mm. to mold into each other. But no, Leighton, you've got a problem, mate. I know he needs to. If he's going to have a bit of romance in his life and he's going to have the relationship that he really wants and to just let himself go and go with his heart a little bit. Yeah, he needs to he needs loosen to. up. Yeah, he does. He needs yeah, to. Yeah, he definitely Absolutely. needs to. And, and it was there. It really was there because she was saying, I am in love with you, mate. Yeah, and all he had potential. to say that it was that he was falling for her. I couldn't and even say that. No, he couldn't even say that. And the reality was, he kind of was. Well, I thought he was. Yeah. He's he a ma- very good actor. No, but what he said, he said, no, I'm not. But then in the next breath, he essentially said he was. No, he, he said, said he no, I disagree. There. He said, he said, there are, there are numerous times every day when he feels that he could fall in love with her. But is he's that not, not there fa- yet. Is that not starting to no, fall for somebody? No, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Look, no. at, to be honest with you, seeing them, seeing their interactions over the last couple of weeks, I would have thought that he was in love with her. You know, I thought, I mean, I really did. Think they deeply care for each other. They definitely deeply care for each other. But is it enough? About that. Yeah, do you know what? It is enough because it's just that their standards are really, really high. Standards are really high for each other. Yeah, I get you. Absolutely. But is it enough to get them to the commitment ceremony and kind of make a decision to be together outside the experiment? I think so because I think at the end of the day they recognise just how special each other are and it's one that needs to grow a little bit. Well I think he needs to just cop on to himself oh, I well, really do. give him a chance I, th- I think he will. I he's think he's had what 12 weeks or something like 10-12 weeks he's had lots of chance to cop on and look at given the rows and all of the times they've tried to discuss this and get it out in the open and, mm. and given how honest Belinda has been through the whole experiment like is it going to be too little too late what did you think of Cupboard Gate oh for Christ's sake that again that's just typical of those two isn't it that something as stupid and as minor as a cupboard door being left open would turn into really the straw that broke the camel's back yeah but there has well there has to kind of be something deep underneath wrong to mean that a cupboard can trigger things off you know but I think that's what's kind of happening yeah and I could I you know I, I listened to both their sides of the story and their the, both of their interpretations of the event and I, I thought they were both very credible now I think Melinda come on Melinda I know you haven't been there in a couple of months but how dusty are your clothes <laughs> they're in a bloody wardrobe do you know what I mean yeah I know and the, the apartment looks spotless I'd be more concerned now about Tani's clothes and her wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tani. Yeah, there's something there with her dress sense. I don't know what it is. She doesn't really show herself off the way she should. No, she doesn't. She's so beautiful inside and out. What chances are we giving Melinda and Leighton? Oh, sorry. Yeah, skipping ahead there. Yeah. Melinda and Leighton, I think... Um, 
I think that Melinda will say no, that she's just not getting enough from um, Leighton. So I think there's probably maybe there's a four out of chance, four out of ten chance that, that they'll say, mm. that she'll say yes. Yeah. Um, I think with Leighton, I think I'm going to give him a seven out of ten chance that he'll say yes. Right. Okay. What about you? I would say, well, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to put numbers on it, but I'm, I'm going to mm. say yes and no. I'm going to say yes and no with it. I think they'll both say yes. And I think that if they do both say yes and they really yeah. just admit the fact that we actually want to be together, that'll do wonders for the relationship. Right. Um, I think, you know, once they actually say it out loud, once he says it out loud, yes, you know, and admits I want to be with you, I see a future with you, I think, and they can put things behind them, I think they'll be, literally, they'll be the strongest couple in it. Yeah. I really do think yeah. they even have more potential than, than um, Tani and Ollie. Yeah. Speaking of strong couples, yes, Tani and Ollie. Can't wait oh, for them just, to talk they're, about they're just them. so lovely. They are just so lovely. I'm mad about the pair of them. I really am. Ah, they are. They definitely are. Except for those silly voices that Ollie does. He's a voiceover artist. I know. How does he ever make money at that? Well, he obviously does. I think, you know, I'm liking Ollie. The more I see of Ollie, the more I like him. Mm. He's a clever guy. He has great insight. He does. Very much. Yeah, very much so. Um, And he's funny yeah. and he's caring and he's not afraid to be vulnerable. He's really opened himself up to the whole experiment. He's opened himself to, up to Tani and I think he's been honest and true to himself. And he called out Cam at the dinner party. He did call out Cam, yeah. Well, he's called out, he's called out Harrison in the past. He's called out a few people in the past. Yeah. You know, in over in the last two weeks. Calling um, out is actually a slightly unfair thing to say. He, he did something better than calling out. He asks some very insightful, illuminating questions. Leading questions, yeah, and encourage people yeah, to have their say. Yeah. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Absolutely. Um, you can what do you see- think of their matching outfits? <laughs> like, you're not I, Alyssa and Duncan, Tani and Ollie. No, and I, I wasn't so keen in this jacket, to be honest with you. I thought it was lovely. I did think it was lovely. I I, I think he was kind of, I don't think he was entirely comfortable dressed like that. No. Um, and I don't think it suited his mullet. Did you see Leighton and, God, Jesus, going to call him Rodney, Rupert, Rodney. sitting on the sofa? Rodney. They were wearing the same colour suit and they were sitting on the oatmeal sofa and they just blended <laughs> into it. It was like as if all you could see was two little heads bobbing on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was unfortunate, <laughs> wasn't it? She shows us sitting on that sofa. Yeah, but the thing about it was Duncan looked a hell of a lot better in his clothes now than Rupert looked in oh his. Oh my God, he kept thing. pulling at the neck of that turtleneck. He, he looked, looked too warm. He looked uncomfortable. Evelyn he looked, looked great. scratchy. Anyway, getting back to Tani and Ollie, you're losing oh, all right. No, well, we're not. Well, look, we didn't even talk about our apartment. Oh God! What? Well, there's not much to talk about, is there? It was a bed sit. <laughs> it was a bed sit. I mean, we, I'm assuming the location was stunning. Oh, it is. It's on Bondi Beach, for God's but sake. But is it on Bondi Beach? We didn't see the view. Yeah, but that's how much Bondi costs. But did he even have like? Did she even have a view? Did she even have a balcony? Yes. Oh, she had a lovely view. She did have a lovely view. Well, I didn't see a lovely. She didn't view. have a balcony. But she looked out the window. Well, I didn't see that from the loo or from from anywhere. Well, it the could have been anywhere. You'd have the same view. Yeah. I'm surprised actually even fit in that fish tank. Like I'd say she was panicking when they decided to bring that home and just thinking, oh crap, where the hell am I going to put this? Yeah, well, she had a lot of stuff in. Maybe that explains her dress sense. She can't really have any sort of full dresses or anything like that because her wardrobe is probably six inches wide. Yeah, I think she looked, I think she looked the best tonight that she ever looked. Yes, she did look well. And she's just lovely and they're just a lovely couple. I can see them making on the outside. Okay, come on. Chances on final vows, it's just yes, yes, all the way. Yes, 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 all the way. Yes, yes, all the way. Imagine, imagine a bombshell and one of them said no. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. The world would stop. 
Uh, Evelyn and Rupert next. Uh, that was interesting one, wasn't it? Uh, yes. All right. Well, it, the week started with the dogs, the painting and the sex. Yeah. Well, let's get to the, to the painting first. Okay. And he was, he was really trying to kind of make an effort to make things more romantic. Oh, and God. She's easily her. pleased. I give her that. If you're to uh, believe what you see. Ah, uh, look. Oh, Rupert made such an effort. Oh, it's so great. All the time. Ryan's accent is that? Oh, she's a Nagali. She has, I don't she know. She doesn't have her an accent. Her voice is very strange. She has an Australian accent, Hugh. Give it a mm. break, for God's sake. Her mother has an accent, granted. Okay. She doesn't have an accent. Okay. She's Australian, Australian. Anyway, yeah, so the, the sip and paint, he was making an effort. She enjoyed it. She loved it. Yeah. And then one thing led to another. They did. I think that was her first kiss. I think yeah. He, he had his eyes closed and he had paint on his mouth or something and she kissed him. Mm. I have a feeling. I think that was only so she could kiss the paper and she'd get paint on the paper. And then he was kind of, <laughs> he was kind of snatching another few ki- kisses. <laughs> okay. I didn't know where that one was going. Uh, <laughs> we doubted for a while whether they actually did have sex at all, didn't we? We, we knew they didn't have sex, but we didn't think it was any kind of physical relationship. No, I mean the other night. No. Oh, I did. No, I didn't. Oh, I thought the whole thing might have just been fake. No, no, I, I, no, I kind of, well, you know, when they wake up and they're fully clothed, that's always kind of a weird thing to happen. <laughs> like who, like do people actually do that, get up and get dressed in it's fluffy pajamas? They have to wait for the camera people to come in and they film at probably about 11 in the day and stick them back in the bed and stuff. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Mom. With the dogs. Yeah. I mean, look at that Melissa and Josh thing when they were in the bed staring at the ceiling. Yeah. You think back dogs. to that. With they the, didn't well, have dogs. Didn't have dogs. Pickles well. and Oh God, dogs too in the gorgeous. bed. They were two lovely ah, dogs. They no, were lovely no, dogs. No, 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 dogs in the bed. No, no, I don't. I don't know that either. No, no, yeah. no. And apologies to any listeners who like to have their dogs in the bed. Well, I just no, no apologies. Me. You're just. weird. That's it. <laughs> Stop. I believe you said that. No, they're, look, at, I know that there's lots of people, lots of people I know like to have their dogs in the bed with them. Like lots of people. It mm. just, it's just not me. I just, no. no, absolutely not. There's only one hair I want in the bed and that's yours. Okay. The hair on my legs. Are- <laughs> Your luscious <laughs> locks on the pillow beside <laughs> me, Linda. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, um, so then the mother, they go to the mother's place. And that was a bit strange. It was a restaurant. So it was a restaurant, right. And it was okay. a, like a bicycle at the top of the stairs. Or it was a strange looking restaurant. It looked like sort of a place where students would eat, sort of in a hostel. Even that. at that the Yeah, I know. And poor old Rupert, he's a bit like myself. He, hot food and hot baths aren't for him. Completely and different to me. I would have, I thought the food looked delicious. It was making me hungry looking at it. <laughs> anyway, the poor guy was basically like me. He was allergic to it. And it it probably wasn't the best time to be asking the questions, especially him that gets easily flustered. So should we cut him a little bit of slack over his answers? No. No. No, he wasn't tongue-tied. He was actually pretty articulate in what he said. Um, <laughs> hanging himself. He, oh my God, <laughs> Rupert. Like, Jesus, open your mouth and you get the other foot in. Yeah. So like, are you guys going to keep seeing each other or will it be all over at the end of the experiment? And it's like, well, I don't want to think two weeks ahead. He won't even think two weeks ahead. That's hard. Hardly a good sign, Rupert. Oh, do you know, it, it was just, it was horrible though that, you know, that he did that and said that, especially yeah. after they'd kind of had sex as well the night before. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that was I, a big step for them. I was trying to dig him out and make some excuse. I know it was pretty lame. Now, I was trying to make some excuse for him, but no, no, Rupert, you bloody idiot. Yeah, I know. Like, what in the name of God possessed him? That was just stupid. And I don't blame Evelyn Bin 
perturbed, shall we say, about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I would have been, I would have been really pissed with him. I really would have been. Mm. Yeah, I you don't know. know. And it, it's not that he's not into her. No, again, I'm kind of thinking that, and I, I said before, like, did she at some stage say, listen, I'm just not into you. Um, so let's just pretend we are for the experiment. But he has an ego. He has his pride. Yeah. So he can't let it look as if he's trying too hard because he yeah. knows it's going to fail well, regardless. Again, I would have left the door open that there was a tiny possibility they weren't intimate. But at the dinner party when she snapped at him, hold on, just after we've had sex or whatever. And then he, he would have surely retorted if it was fake. So it did definitely did happen. There's no two ways about it. Yeah, he wouldn't be clever enough to, you know, not be caught in a hop like that. Yeah, have, yeah, yeah, 100%. And she was genuinely hurt at the dinner party. What was he saying about the colour of her dress? That lovely kind of lemon dress that she wore. He has this thing about urine and feces. He does. He said it was like an unhealthy looking pee. And then yeah. he said it was pissy colour or something like that. And he talked about skiddies in the toilet. Christ. Yeah, that was weird as well. It's actually been a funny week, which is nice. I've heard it say before, like, I mean, the L word isn't the big thing in a re- relationship. It's when you fart in front of your partner. <laughs> <laughs> fart? Mm, a bit more than that. Well, that's what they say. Like, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Well, that's when things are starting to break down a little bit. That's when you kind of finally kind of are at a stage where you, you know, there's trust there. And yeah, we'll get to that stage eventually. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's well and truly broken. So anyway, moving on. Um, so yeah, so Rupert and Evelyn. Yes. What are the chances of saying yes? I think she's going to look at him and I think she's going to say no. She's just not going to say yes. She wants to get cash her millions now and get on with her modelling and jet around the world and all that sort of thing and move on to the next reality show. So there's no way she's going to even kid herself and say yes. No, she'll say, she'll say, she'll say no. He'll say yes. I think she thinks he's a, bit, he's a bit of a challenge now. I think, you know, he probably did play a good game. Mm. I think he, I think she's more interested in him now because he's not interested in her. Yeah. Okay. Interesting thought. That said, I think there's only a six out of ten chance that she will say yes. And I think there's probably, I think there's probably, I, I'm going to give him six out of ten chance of saying yes as well. I love the way you're covering your ass. Well, which is six out of ten. Because you're kind of going on the fence. Well, no, five is on the fence. Six is like, there's a 60% <laughs> chance they're going to say yes six is I've half leaning on the fence just about to jump on the ground I have commit myself mm, okay okay I've commit myself yeah does that leave us with the horror couple do you know what I'm just thinking what are the chances those saying yes oh we'll come to that listen we'll, we'll have to go through it um Three cheers for Kira. Yeah, she was amazing, wasn't she? Oh, she was. We thought she was good at the wedding. Oh my God, she was nothing compared to how and she, she was, was good at, at that restaurant. Family. She was. She was good at that too. But my God, she came into her own at that restaurant. I know, but I still think she could have drawn out a little bit more. Like she could have been more insulting to him. I think you know she was very just short, ah, sharp, clear, and direct, and succinct, to the point. Succinct, perfect, absolutely perfect. And you know something? He fell right into her trap though because he totally contradicted himself. He was just at his absolute worst and he really let his guard down to me because you know just this is how bad he is that right the one time when he should have kept his mouth shut and played happily happy families he didn't do it well he can't help himself no he's an absolute narcissist he cannot help himself yeah so 
And then, look, even in front of Kira, he was still taking opportunities to yeah. try and knock Bronte. Yeah. And he did call her a liar. He did call her a liar. Yeah. None of that happened. That is calling her a liar. Mm. And he just, left himself wide open. Yeah, he didn't do himself any favours at all. But I thought um, the analogy about the jackals and the lion, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, it's just so typical of Harrison, isn't it? <laughs> Fucking Egypt. And, and they didn't make sure that he got home safely. <laughs> I know. Like, what a baby. What a baby. I'd love to know who they go home to her place and where did she go? Did he go home to her place and she went back to Kira's, back uh, to her parents or what? Yeah, I, that did cross my mind. I think when they got to Perth, she really did want to make a go of it. She still thought mm. that they could make a go of it in Perth. Yeah. I really did. Um, I thought that, you know, she felt that he'd realise how, you know, happy and spontaneous she was in her hometown and he'd fall in love with her all over again and say, oh yeah, this is a perfect girl for me. I would love to know what the conversation was in the restaurant after he left and the conversation back at Bronte's place. I presume Bronte spent the night with Kira. Well, you were saying you reckon that they were up all night, Kira talking sense into Bronte. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say there was a long chat. Maybe mum and dad were involved as well. I'm not sure. But the Bronte that we saw at the dinner party, whether it was for dramatic effect or what, I don't know. And pardon the pun, but her eyes were wide open. Yeah. Not just in a literal sense. She looked different as well. She looked more confident and assertive and self-assured. Yeah. You know, yeah. She looked prettier. Yeah. She did look prettier, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but I just, uh, her whole demeanour was just completely different. And I do like the way she just didn't give him the time of day at all. So she didn't engage with him until the last minute. It was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful the way she just blanked him, blanked him, blanked him. And he really did. He was, he was desperate for the attention. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know what to do with himself. He yeah. was really kind of thinking, okay, this isn't going according to plan. This shouldn't be happening. How do I deal yeah. with this? I'm surprised he wasn't on the phone to his mother. <laughs> like seriously, phone mm. a friend, phone your mommy. Because everything she said was true. Everything she said, look at even down to the dickhead part. I called him a dickhead. Like <laughs> weeks ago. Hate to break it to you, Kira. But that was my line. Weeks ago. <laughs> that was my line when you were saying to me, oh, for God's sake, Linda, then we're going to have to put that as explicit. And I was going, what are you talking about? Well, like, we didn't, there was no curse or anything what are you saying to, I'll have to play you it back called to her, Harrison yeah. a dickhead it was like going, twice he is twice <laughs> he is I stand by it <laughs> and once that once that was broken once the seal was broken your just language went to hell altogether oh and I think I've done very well in this podcast too <laughs> I think I've done extremely well in this yeah. podcast I don't well do. considering the, the caricature of, of Harrison in particular yeah are they definitely finished well you see that's the thing would you be would you be totally surprised if everything after everything that was said tonight, they rocked up to the to the commitment ceremony and both said yes. Final vows. Um, the ticket. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. The ticket is booked. Uh, you know what I mean. The cars have been ordered. The suits have been pressed. I don't know. I just you, you just couldn't write it Look, whether they will. If you recall last week at the dinner party, he was sitting there going, um, "I'm will absolutely not be staying yeah. today. Mm. I will definitely be going unequivocally." Isn't that what he said? <laughs> unequivocally. Anyway, say it again. That word. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. Yeah, yeah that word. Yeah. Are you sure it's not unequivocally? <laughs> I okay, thought that Harrison said it that way. Unequivocally, I wasn't yeah. making fun of you. All right. So, um, yes, he would. I wouldn't. Yeah, Are we swabbling now? Are we going to make it to final vows? We've already made it to final vows, honey. <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't getting rid of me. <laughs> Even if you want Who to. Who said I want to? Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if they did turn around and say, yes, just, and then, then laugh and say, ha ha, I really got his going or something. Oh. Imagine. 
and he'd say, you did say it, so you have to stick by it because otherwise you're a gaslighter. Yeah, well, look, something like that. let's let's just say, let's just kind of take it at face value and say that they're going to say, uh-uh. will they even go to final vows? That's right, I don't think they will. Well, according to what we saw, it was all finished and that was it. It was end and she walked out. She and walk- we didn't see any pictures of them. We didn't see any, any no, we images didn't, of them at final vows. That's on purpose. But she did say, I never want to see you again. She did say that, yeah. So do you think that's breaking our contract by walking out at this point? Um, blah, 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 blah. I, I'm not, I'm just don't know. See, that's going to have a lot to do with it, isn't it? I would rather go to the final vows, put on mm. the dress, and then, mm. you know, literally, yeah. I'd, I'd decimate him. I would decimate him in the final vows. I'd probably enjoy that. Maybe what happened at the winery the first time round. And say so you're a crap in bed. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and by the way, we never had hot sex. You're crap in bed. Mm. You couldn't perform. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Mm. Yeah, I hope she does something like that. Yeah. I'd love to see him dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as ever, we can't wait. Yes. Is there anything else that we're forgetting to say about the dinner party, apart from the fact that Cam treated Linda like absolute crap Oh, he did. And then he party. tucked into his food. It was just oh like God, Shannon, yeah. wasn't it? He's like, oh, yeah. God. That was horrible. I was like, then, I mean, look at him. He's just getting stuck into his food there. That's disgusting. Mm. Oh, I felt so sorry for her. But I will. I, I just, I felt she really took Harrison on as well, didn't she? She was so good with him. Mm. And she didn't give him a minute. No. She was so strong. No. All the women stood by Bronte, in fairness. Yeah. When they could have very well said, oh, my God, you've messed us around the last few weeks and made fools of us. But they didn't. Yeah, no, they did all stand by her. Yeah. I wouldn't say that the, that the lads stood by Harrison, though. But again, I think at this stage, you're all just shaking They were head very quiet, them. though, in fairness. The lads, they should have done a lot more. I don't know how they just sat there and let him speak to her the way he did. Yeah, that's very true. That's you very, know, very true. I, I think I think over the whole series, the lads have let themselves down. Mm. I think I'm actually looking forward to the reunion more so than the final vows. Yeah, well, normally Linda, final vows is pretty, well, get on with it. I don't think we've ever been in a situation where we had five out of six couples. In serious that were trouble. Genuinely in serious trouble yeah. coming up to final vows. Yeah, I think that's why... Actually, this year, final vows are probably as good as you're going to get because you don't think something's going to happen, but it's that kind of a series where all sorts of things you thought were never going to happen have happened. Yeah, anything could happen. Yeah, it's still yeah. wide open. Look at, again, wishing our lives away. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till Sunday. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And take care, guys. Keep watching maps, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Ladies. Bye for now. Bye bye bye. Before you go, just a quick request. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you can, pop on a notification. That way you'll know when our podcast drops. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us on indicastreality at gmail.com. Indicastreality at gmail.com.